So our topic today is on gratitude. And I want to clarify a few things, but I'll share a quick story. So this past week, I was in Texas since last Monday all the way up until last night, yesterday evening when I got home. And I was there for a couple of purposes. One, I met my team for the first couple of days, Monday and Tuesday, to go over some of the strategy for our business. They're my business partners that I met there. And we were also going as a team to Dealmaker Life, Michael Blanc's event. I don't know if those who are in the multifamily space, they know about him. We were delivering two sessions, two coaching sessions, one from stage, one with their VIP. And we were also, they had also given us a booth. So we were interacting with their clients and we were actually representing Michael Blanc's brand. And we've set up a coaching program for their ecosystem, basically as a team. So my whole team, not my whole team, three of our team members and our trainer for training other coaches was there for that business of ours. So the whole week, it was a very busy week, 16, probably one of the busiest weeks with my team, 16 plus hour days, pretty much every day to make sure the booth was set up. Somebody was manning that and or womaning that because one of our team members is is Sherry, Dr. Sherry, (laughs) and make sure all the events, actually one of our other members were on a panel as well. So there were three speaking engagements there. And I didn't get too much of a chance to connect with my family. I called them at least once a day for a few minutes and that's it. And I came back yesterday evening and at the end, after we put the kids to bed, they were so excited to see me and I was really missing them as well. I was, my wife and I were just, we finished everything. We were lying down. And for some reason, after these events, I have incredible realizations. (laughs) Does anybody else have those after events like that when you're going around amazing people? And I talked to a lot of people and probably the most amount of people I've talked to in an event because that was partly my role. So I, I, I think I had close to 150 deeper conversations, which it's a lot. There were 400, 450 people there and the rest I connected with more in a group setting. And it got me to reflect a lot on my life and what I was sharing with my wife. And it's actually very hard for me to share. This is an area I suck at a lot and I'm trying to improve a lot. And I was pretty much, I was telling her and, and she was kind of feeling it a little bit because she was a little bit overloaded being with the kids the whole week. I wasn't here. Um, and she's like, maybe I'm not doing a good job as a mom. Maybe I'm, I'm screwing up a lot. And I feel like I'm not fully present at times with them all sorts of stuff. And uh, as I'm hearing her, first of all, I'm acknowledging, okay, that I'm listening to her, I'm hearing. But I I shared something with her that is always very hard for me to share with her. And I told her, I'm like, you know, I say it in passing, but this time I told him like, can you just try to see this from my lens? Because I see a completely different picture. What I see is somebody, she works part-time as a coach and she spends full-time not only with the, with the kids, we have two daughters, three and a half and seven, but she also does homeschooling in the process. And she does so many extra things as a mom that most moms would not do. She doesn't notice it herself. She goes into details. And as I was reflecting back in that event, 
And the reason why I reflected so much, because I was hearing people telling me about their challenges. Most of challenges were in their personal life, not in business. And all these guys are in business and, and their challenges are not the biggest in their business. Their challenges are more in their own internal self, in their relationships and how they've structured their life, how they feel in their life. And even if they have a challenge in business, it's still usually related to people, their experience with people. So and as I was reflecting back how much work she has done to set up the environment in our home that I don't have to think of. And not once did I say, well, what if, what if something goes wrong at home? Not once did I have that thought throughout the week. Not once do I have to think about if everything is good inside. Not once do I have to, like my focus is fully here when I'm at work. And as I was telling like, and on top of that, as I watch her with the kids, I'm like, you know, growing up, it's going to sound odd. I needed you as my mom. As much as I love my mom, she's amazing, but I needed somebody at your level of deep detail to be with me because she's even the times that she's struggling and the times that she's not present, she tries. She works very hard in that area. But she is, when the kids are struggling, she sits down at their level, talks to them. She tries to understand what their needs are. She tries to give them the environment that they need. She takes care of the home. She helps me with my needs. There are a lot of things that I don't pay attention to. She keeps the home clean and safe. She works with me to build our business. That's a lot. I only do one thing. My focus is for the most part business. When I go there, I just spend some time with the kids. I play with them. Yes, we talk about kids, but most that's our job for the most part. 80, 90, I'd say 85% of the time she's with the kids. And for me, as a man, as somebody who's focused much more on business, if I didn't have that, I don't think I would be this focused and what matters to me and in terms of the work that I'm doing. Of course, I'm providing for them and doing other things in here. And this is my role. And we've decided that together. But the reason why I'm sharing this is that as I was reflecting, as I was sharing, I was sharing my gratitude for her. And that was very hard for me. And as I'm sharing it, I'm getting emotional as well. And, and she wasn't receiving it in the beginning. She has a hard time. But I'm like, I want you to listen to this. It's what I see somebody who's really amazing. What you see is only the problems that you're trying to correct. And that's fine. You can keep growing. But I feel like you don't see 90% of what you've created. And I'm sharing this not to kind of talk about our life, but I'm sharing this for you to understand that gratitude, part of it is feeling it and reflecting on it, but part of it is sharing it. And in fact, I think for most people, I've seen the sharing part is hard. And there are two parts to it. There's the awareness and noticing, and the second part is sharing. We'll go into that in a little bit. And as I was sharing that with her, I was feeling a release. Like it's, it's as if I was holding a gift inside of myself and it was getting heavier and heavier and I couldn't express it enough. And then I also apologize. I'm like, you know, in, in my work, I'm always interacting with a lot of people and they're always grateful for what I do for them, whether it's my team members, my clients and so many people that I meet. I hear it a lot. So my cup is filled. I, I don't need to hear more. So I don't really need to hear that much from her, even though she does share that. But I feel like I don't say it enough to you and you don't have it from any other source. 
and I, that it made me feel like you know what I'm sorry that I haven't been in and it's easy to say that my mind is not like I'm not used to that because most of my life I was quiet but I can be a little bit more intentional in that area we can all be a little bit intentional that could show up with your team with your family member with yourself acknowledging the things that matter to you so I want to start with what gratitude is and then what gratitude isn't. And then I'll go into a few things you can do to feel that gratitude in your life. So all gratitude is awareness of abundance. What does that mean? And abundance might be a new age word, but all it means is that awareness of what you have, what is available to you right now, inside you and outside of you. And, and all that requires is an awareness, first of all. It doesn't require, and I'll go into that part. A lot of people say this phrase a lot. They say, well, I should be grateful. Gratitude does not equal should. Whenever you say I should be grateful, it means that you've missed the point of gratitude. It means that you think it's an obligation, but we're just noticing what is real, what is available. A lot of people think that gratitude if you're grateful and happy with your life, it equals complacency. That is not true. Some of the most motivated people I've seen are people who are incredibly grateful. And I'll break those things down, but all of gratitude is, is for you to notice what is around you. And that requires a level of presence that most of us don't have. We get stuck in our head and thoughts, and we kind of, even though our body is doing its own thing because it's automatic, but our, our thoughts are running the show. But what that means is if we just take a couple of deep breaths and step back from the day-to-day busyness and the mental world, and, and the term perpetual gratitude, is that how can we notice the things that, that make our life amazing? And that could be your coffee. Like I'm feeling the warmth of this coffee. When I taste it, I can feel this... At this point, it's warm. It's not hot. <laughs> it's going down and I can taste it. I can feel it. That's gratitude. I don't have to call it gratitude, but just noticing that. It's just a word. In my story, noticing what this person, the level of quality this person is creating in my life, my wife. Noticing what my team member is doing. Noticing my own health, like well-being. Have you gone through a period in your life where you've been sick for a week? Notice your, and when you get out of that in those moments, you feel gratitude. You're like, oh my God, I have my energy back. But then two weeks later, you forget about it. We all do that. And just literally, this is, we were just in the beginning of summer and Wendy was sharing this before. It's a mix of summer and spring in Canada, to be honest. It's not fully summer, but it's it's like a light chill. But I love this weather because that transition, you can feel the freshness of air. It's different. You can feel, you can see the greenness of leaves are different. And what I'm trying to communicate is that you notice details when you're present. And when you notice details in your life, you naturally become grateful. You don't have to say, I'm grateful. You just notice and feel and see. And that's what gratitude is. What it isn't is I should be grateful for this, or I'm afraid if I am grateful, I'm going to become complacent. And here's why that's not true. 
So a lot of people think if I'm happy and grateful in my life, I won't move forward. Here's the problem with that. The mind, our mind works differently. If you, most people live in survival, which means that they're always anxious. And there are times where I go through that too. We're anxious, we're, we're erratic, we're not intentional. We go through our emotions, we react to situations. That's what in our physiology, that's a fight or flight response or a version of that, which means that our body's in a state of survival. And I love what Dr. Bruce Lipton says, uh, that most people live as though there's a tiger chasing them. So imagine when you're anxious and fearful, your body thinks that there is some predator chasing. Now that predator might be the economy. That predator might be your own fear against something that might happen. That predator might be a relationship. Your body doesn't know the difference. Now, now the distance of that predator matters. Maybe the tiger is two miles away and you can sense it coming. Maybe the tiger is next to you. The intensity of it varies. But in that state, what ends up happening, our mind engages more of the hindbrain. So it means that you're only focused on protecting yourself. You're only focused on survival. You're not noticing the, the abundance in your life. You're only noticing what I can get away from and what I can do to solve this problem. Now, gratitude is the complete opposite of that. And this is why most cultures and most religions and most spiritual traditions focus on gratitude as a foundation, because it changes the way you focus on things. It changes how you feel your world, which means that when you're in a state of gratitude, you notice things. You're not running away. You're not anxious. Even if you feel the pain, you feel it in the present. You could be, you could be grateful for your pain and sadness. If you actually notice it and spend time with it. it, sounds contradictory, but it's not. Which means that when you're present with the things around you, when you feel them and when you notice them, it opens up your mind, which means that you're able to open up and see the world in a different way. And the, I'll give you a good visual around that. So this is Alan Watts talked about this, that most people walk around in a room with a flashlight. Imagine a dark room and the, imagine that dark room is your life. And most people walk around with a tiny flashlight and that flashlight can focus in an area and illuminate an area. But he put it this way. He's like, what if you just went to the corner of the room, found the switch and turn on the light and everything is available to you. You see, you don't just see a tiny thing. You see the whole room. You see the whole world. You see your whole life. That imagine what you can see with that versus trying to walk around with a tiny flashlight. Now your life is much bigger than a room, dark room. It's a dark world <laughs> in a sense. If you're in survival, that's what's happening. Your, your light is only going towards one area. So, so what, how, now let's go to the how part. How can you create? Actually, the process is very, very simple. If you, assuming you get rid of the should, because should does not work, which means that if I should be grateful, means that you don't get the point of it. It means that you're just aware of it. And if you understand that there's gratitude creates awareness, openness, and opportunities, then you understand that there's value and noticing and being present and grateful, connected to the abundance in your life. So having said that, there are only three things you need to do. Number one is what I've been sharing, notice or become aware. That means that all you have to do, and we'll walk through some exercises in our group coaching on Thursday, all you have to do is engage your senses, your five senses. When you engage your five senses, in this case, when I was talking about the coffee, you can taste it, you can touch it, you can feel it, 
you can notice what you feel, you can see, you can smell, you can literally engage all your senses with just one thing. Now, notice that with other things. You can also do that in your memory. You can remember your kids, but you can put yourself, and this is why I walk my clients a lot through visualization and vision, not just to think, get them to think about the future, for them to develop that part of their mind. So when they're alone, they can connect with their family. They can connect with their life, even if they're thinking about the past or future. So it means that when you can visualize your kids or your spouse, and you can notice them looking at you a certain way in your mind, that creates gratitude. If you can notice your faith in that way, that there's some power bigger than you taking care of you, that creates gratitude. If you can notice the small little things in your life, that creates gratitude. If you can feel it, that creates gratitude. So just becoming aware does one part of the trick. The second part is expressing that abundance or that gratitude. And there are two parts to that. The easier one is just write down what you feel grateful for. That's the easiest thing every morning or every day. Right, a couple of times a day, take two to five minutes. It's actually a meditation. Write down what you actually feel grateful for. And you, the best phrase for that is you need to feel gratitude. It can't be I am grateful or I should be grateful. Which means that when you say I feel grateful for my coffee, you should be able to taste it. You should be able to smell it. I feel grateful for my spouse, my husband, my wife, which means that you should be able to feel that which means you're thinking about a specific thing you're grateful for. I'm grateful for the way she takes care of my kids. I'm grateful for the way she looks at me. I'm grateful for the way she shows affection or he shows affection, whatever that is. So you're getting very specific and either picturing it in your mind or looking at them. It actually takes a lot of courage to express these things. Most of vulnerability in relationships come when somebody's sharing what like, I really appreciate this about you and become specific. People only believe things that are more specific. If you just say, well, I'm grateful for you, it might not mean much versus I really feel grateful for the way you are taking care of our home. I feel really grateful for the way that you bring food for me every day. I feel really grateful for the way that you, and does have to be grateful. I really appreciate the way that you hug me. Like, it could be as simple as that. Or it could be a team member. I really feel grateful for, the, for how you've taken on this project and taken ownership for this thing. Or you can say it to your, I feel really grateful for my ability to take care of myself. And it's, the expression part is hard, especially towards other people, but it creates a connection, an authentic connection that gets you to build relationships. Third part, this is the hardest one of all. Live as though there's abundance, even if you don't feel like you have it. So any high achiever naturally has high performance. They have big goals. And their focus is always, how can I get closer to that? But what if you spent more of your time noticing the journey a little bit more? Like, you know, I feel really grateful for my consistency in doing this thing to go towards that. Something that's real and true. I feel grateful for my effort to learn this. I feel really grateful for my intention in this area. And once you notice that, then you can live it as though you are doing that. And that is a hard thing to do. 
because we feel a lack most of the time. I lack the ability to buy this thing. I lack the ability to connect with this person this way. I lack the ability to, to do certain things. So we focus on that a lot. But what if we focused on that journey a little bit more? And I'll leave it at that. So in conclusion, gratitude, all it is, is an awareness of abundance in your life. The way you go towards that is by understanding that you need to first become aware of the little things and the big, big things that you actually feel connected to. You notice that those are what make up your life. And trust me, there's a lot, even if you're going through challenges, even if that's the ability to, as Linda said, she made it to this training, <laughs> That, 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 that is a sense of abundance that I have the time to do this or created the time to do this. And then finally, that we need to be able to express it in some way and live it. You express it by writing things down or saying it out loud and saying it to people because a lot of times that's the hardest area or to yourself. And the third one is living as though there is abundance in your life. In whatever area, it's not always some a lot for a lot of people, it might be money and, and wealth and that stuff, but there's also a, a lot of people feel a lack of love a lot of times. So, where can you feel more love? Sometimes it's a lack of peace in your life. What can you feel peaceful about in that moment? And this actually requires intention, it requires a conscious awareness. <laughs>